Hi, I'm Dr. Mark Student. Welcome to the Academy of Chiropractic Doctors PI Program Consultations. I am very excited that you took the time to do this and make the commitment to your career, to your family, to yourself, just to be the best of the best through clinical excellence. Sit back and enjoy the consultations. Hi, I'm Dr. Mark Student, and welcome to today's podcast. Today's topic is case management for both the trauma and the non-trauma case. And, you know, I have to tell you, um, years ago when I got out of school, and I'm out since 81, um, I was armed with really three things. The ability to examine, x-ray, and adjust. And that's it. And we've really gotten a lot more sophisticated today, but have we? Now, the first thing I want to share with you is let's just get rid of the myth of trauma and the non-trauma case. There is no difference. If you think you're triaging one case for trauma and one case for non-trauma, you're, you're, you're Pollyannish, you're missing the boat. You are tri triaging a set of clinical findings, and that's it. There is nothing else that you need to look at. Now, when you look at a case... The worst thing you could do, and, and this is what I did earlier, early in my career. I mean, we had no MRI. We had no ability to order advanced imaging. Um, it was challenging to work with medical specialists. They didn't even want to take our referrals. They didn't want to talk to us. You know, they still called us quacks and charlatans, and my goodness, things have changed. You know, put your hands over your eyes and goes, I know I can help this patient get well. I know I can help this. That's what too many are still doing. Too many are guessing. I do a complete clinical evaluation. Well, if a patient has a radiculopathic finding where there's radiating down the arms or legs, if there's areflexia, okay, what's causing that uh, radiculopathy? What's causing that areflexia? Is there a nerve root compression? Is there a cord compression? Is there a nerve root in, in the neural canal or a nerve root in the spinal canal? And if you don't understand the difference then you need to go back to school and start taking some graduate level courses, some postdoctoral stuff. You have to know what a myelopathy is, which is cord compression with ensuing neurological deficit distal to the level of lesion. You've got to understand that, and the only way to discern that is through an MRI. There is no guessing on this stuff, folks. None, 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 none whatsoever. And you know who knows that? Your licensure board. Because there's lots of doctors' licenses being taken away because unlike an axe murderer who's innocent until proven guilty, your license isn't a right like freedom, it's a privilege where you have to be protected against from the public and your licensure board will yank your license if they think you're not uh, playing within the accepted rules. So when you manage a case, you always start, always, with a detailed history including past medical history. You have to pull in pertinent outside records from previous doctors who've treated your case, your patient and the case that, they've, that you're working with offer poignant records. Then you need to do a review of systems. Are they taking any medications, fast fit, past family, medical, social, etc. And then you gotta get into a thorough clinical evaluation. And listen, we have fought for decades to be primary spine care providers, a portal of entry into healthcare system. You know what that means? Height, weight, blood pressure, pulse. Height, weight, blood pressure, pulse. Non-negotiable. If your patient walks in and they're a little bit sweaty and a little bit breathing hard and their blood pressure is 210 over 160 and their pulse is 186, uh, don't you think you really need to refer them out? 
or if they're you know six uh, four foot nine inches and they weigh 320 pounds and their blood pressure is elevated don't you think you need to be a little bit concerned or how about this one if there's a history of a miscarriage on a male for their mother their sister or their grandmother do you know they have an increased risk of having a stroke there are little things you need to understand very extreme well, not to the person who has that stroke. There are things that go on. Then you need to get into a complete orthopedic, neurological, a full clinical evaluation, okay, where you get into the, the cranial nerves and reflexes. So, you know what? I do compliance reviews, and I can tell you that the majority of doctors that I do compliance reviews for cut corners, cut too many corners. You know what you learned in school? That's what you should be doing. You need to practice via the academic standard. Uh, you have three classes of doctors, those who realize and get it that they must do that, those who don't, that's class two, and the third kind is those who do now because they didn't and they were sued by an insurance company or a licensure board, they lost a good portion if not all of their money, um, they've got a tremendous amount of negative publicity, they're fighting to get their license back and now they do it willingly and happily. So shouldn't you be in the first group that voluntarily does it? Because folks, at the end of the day, that's what you're going to be. That's how you come up with an accurate diagnosis, prognosis, and treatment plan. In order to manage these cases, you need to have, before you touch a patient, a diagnosis. And you must have a diagnosis for every area you're going to touch. Prognosis, and they're going to get, can I help them get better? And what's the treatment plan before you touch that patient? It's very simple. You need to have a full plan. This is everything we learned in school. I learned this back in the 70s, okay, when I was in school. And I teach at various levels at three chiropractic institutions and two medical institutions at various levels. It's, we're taught that at every level. All of us are taught that. And it's not indigenous to chiropractic or unique. It's, it's medicine, it's dentistry, it's podiatry, it's any, any professional out there an accurate diagnosis, prognosis, and treatment plan, then you lay your hands on your patient. And if you're not sure what's going on, for me personally, I x-ray almost all my patients because I practice spinal biomechanics and it tremendously changes my treatment plan. I don't screen patients for pathology. I use x-ray to determine my treatment plan based upon spinal biomechanics. And we were all taught it. I happen to have degrees in advanced biomechanical engineering, but you know what? Two times P-I-E-X, A-I on the right, Atlas A-S, you know, uh, uh, right and anterior, Atlas or axis spinous right. We were all taught that, that's spinal biomechanics. That's how I know where to adjust my patient. That's my treatment plan. So I x-ray all my patients. But if there's a radiculopathic or myelopathic finding, I'm gonna order an MRI because What's causing that radiculopathy? I have no idea. You have no idea. You're guessing at best. How do you know it's not a tumor? How do you know there's not a bone fragment in there? How do you know there's not a, a, a varix, which is an inflamed vein, based upon something going on or a herniated disc? You have no idea. You are guessing. So again, diagnosis, prognosis, treatment plan that I treat, I want a conclusive diagnosis. And to share with you, you know, the more I test my patients, the more they refer in. Because 
My goodness, Dr. Student's an aggressive diagnostician. He knew everything about me before he started treating me. And, and, and I would get tons of referrals. Mary said, my friend Mary said, my goodness, you did all these tests on me, you knew what was going on, you know exactly what the problem is. That's what patients want, folks. Not, well, you come in, we'll see how you'll do after six weeks. You know what that means? I'm gonna guess. So here's the deal. Patient comes in and goes, Dr. Student, I got pain radiating down my arms. You say, you know what? Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna do gentle chiropractic adjustments. We're gonna give you some weight training to balance those muscles. And we're gonna refer you, if it's too bad, the pain to a pain management doctor back to your primary for some analgesics. And if after six weeks you don't get better, we'll consider MRIs. How does that sound? Oh, thank you, doctor. Thank you, thank you. Well, that's number one. Then you come to me, the obnoxious dude from New York. Listen, I don't know what's going on. I'm going to deliver high velocity thrusts in your spine. Man, we're going to go wailing away. Weight training, we're going to build you up. You're going to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger when we're done. Drugs, forget the doctor down the corner, uh, down the block. There's a guy in the corner who's got these little packets of white stuff. You're not going to know what planet you're on. You're not going to feel anything. And if I guess right, you're going to do great. If I guess wrong, nah, surgery, paraplegia, quadri- ready to get started? You know what the patient's going to tell you to shove it where the sun don't shine. Who's accurate? The eloquent guy number one or the obnoxious guy number two? Well, number two told you the truth. I'm gonna guess that if I don't guess right, you might need surgery. Quadriplegia, paraplegia, not far, you might do that too. So the issue is, is if you don't know, you don't guess, folks. It's really simple, simple, simple. When you deal in personal injury, well, you know what? You must document it appropriately do things accordingly. It's not about a Colossus algorithm, even though that's very important, but you still have to practice to the standards of your license. It's not about making a lawyer happy, even though you might want to do that. It's about accurately documenting your case. Diagnosis, prognosis, treatment plan. You got to get functional losses in there. What the patient can and can't do. And in the non-PI cases, guess what you got to do? The exact same thing because there's one standard of documentation. And if you have a lower standard for cash, a moderate standard for managed care, and a higher standard for PI, let a licensure board get your notes. Kiss your license goodbye, because you're pandering to the plaintiff's attorney. You're pandering and you're not allowed to do that. You have a one licensure standard, one documentation standard, I mean. And that's exactly how it has to be. So folks, listen, here's the very first thing I do when I get started with my with my uh, consulting clients, and I do consult on all these issues, is we do a compliance review. We do a very in-your-face, up-your-butt compliance review. It's not a feel-good session. I rip apart every single word to see what your documents either do for you or to you. Unfortunately, too many doctors' documents are being used against them, but you're not gonna hear that. If you were being sued for fraud or a federal RICO violation, which is part of the anti- uh, racketeering act. Would you tell anybody? Heck no. But I'm the guy they all call, get me out of trouble, get me out of trouble. My lawyer wants to hire you. I hear it all. I hear it all. And it's not in any one state. It's in all 50 states. So folks, just do it right from the beginning. So if you want a compliance review, give me a jingle. I look forward to working with you. We consult. Our doctors do very well. Um, our doctors make a whole lot more money than who I consult for because we're teaching you how to practice from a higher level of clinical excellence. You don't have to change your philosophy, your chiropractic technique. You just change how you triage, you document, and how you manage those cases. Folks, you want to chat, give me a jingle. My name is Dr. Mark Student. My phone number is 631-786-4253. That's 631-786-4253.
4253. Thank you and have a great day. I hope you enjoyed the podcast you just heard and it's been my pleasure to bring this to you. Please understand that this is a very small piece of the puzzle and it is my goal to bring you many, many pieces of the puzzle so that the picture can become clearer, your practice can thrive, chiropractic can thrive, and I at least can be a small part of that um, in, in your life and it's my pleasure. So again, if you want to chat, give me a jingle, 631-786-4253, that's 631-786-4253, or go to our website at teach, T-E-A-C-H, Kairos, C-H-I-R-O-S.com. Thank you so much, and I look forward to seeing you or chatting with you on our next podcast. Have a great day.